Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. It is Friday, and it is 5.30, which means it's Joey Harrington. Yes, New Year, New Joey. That's what I'm hearing. New Year's resolutions abound, right? Why? Oh. Why, what, what, was wrong with the old, what was wrong with the old Joey? <laughs> well, nothing. Uh, improvement. Yeah, it's like the iPhone, the right? Old, the old Joey drank too much bourbon? Is that the... <laughs> is that the... Well, the old Isaac did. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I somewhat subscribe to the idea of self-improvement. I should say this. I wholly subscribe to the idea of self-improvement, but I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that it just has to happen on January 1st. Yeah, all right. Like, why not, why not just work on being better all year long? Yeah. No, that's how we feel, too. It is kind of an arbitrary sort of thing. Like, you know, January 1 to, like, January 15th, you're great, and then the rest of the year you can be a real piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's... I don't know. It's kind of like, yeah, we don't need to get into this thing. But <laughs> Not yeah, important. Um, apparently, I'm a brand new person yep. who uh, is ready to share fun stories about my <laughs> exploits in the NFL and everything that came with it. Well, you sound Wait, the same. That, isn't that the old me? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, that sounds the like old the old me. Well, what were your thoughts when you saw the DeMar Hamlin situation unfold Monday night? You. Yeah, you jump right at us. I sure did. New Year, boy. Uh, I I don't honestly. I don't even know. Like so many, so many thoughts. Um, did you ever have something like that I, when you played? Well, I I had my I went into an irregular rhythm during a game. Mm. Um, I, I never obviously lost consciousness. Um, but I did, I got, I noticed, I went into, it's called, um, SVT, uh, supraventricular tachycardia. Um, and I was coming to the sideline and, you know, we were playing, I've told you this, we were playing the Tampa and it was, I think the year they won the Super Bowl and it was, um, it was Derek Brooks and John Lynch and Warren Sapp and Booger McFarlane and that whole and Rondé Barber and I thought I was just pretty excited and I got to the sideline and couldn't catch my breath and I was like, Hey Doc, I can't catch my breath you know, as I was, you know, kinda of gasping for air and and he said, Hold you know, hold on, he grabs my pulse and um and then Tampa punts. So I was like, Yeah, I get you know we'll get it when we come back, you know, after the series, he says, like, hell you are. And, and he grabbed me and put me right into the ambulance on the, on the EKG. Hmm. Um, and uh, there were 
I say conflicting reports. I still remember my heart rate going at three. The the EKG had me at three oh eight um, for my heart rate, which Good I've Lord. had plenty of medical providers tell me it is ridiculous. Um, three oh eight. How is that even possible? I, I I don't. I'm stunned. <laughs> Jeez. So, I mean, it would explain the fact that I literally yeah. could not catch my breath. Yeah, that is a hummingbird. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but so have, have I experienced anything like that? Um, I, I've experienced a regular heart re- beat during a game. Um, it, it's not something that's life-threatening. Um, and, and, and even in that situation, you know, I went in and they did a, a cardiac ablation Um right that that evening like they literally put me in an ambulance and took me straight to henry ford um even in that situation like which seemed pretty crazy at the time i never felt like death was imminent right and that's that's the line that got crossed this week right that that's that is what we as football players, we always understood that injury and harm was was always one play away. But that was part of it. And and even with, you know, and, and that's kind of what the big, you know, the, the start of the big uproar was about the CTE stuff is like, hey, this, this is information that was withheld. But even in that situation, that is long-term, not like it's happening tomorrow. You know, that's long-term information about what could happen down the road should you do that. This was a situation where like, death was happening as we watched it. Like, had, had the, the athletic, the assistant athletic trainer, and I'm, of course I'm blanking on his name for the Bills right now, not jumped in and begun CPR, there's a very real chance that we could have seen a player die on the field. And, and that's, um, that's what made it this different for a lot of us who played. Um, that, that was a different feeling. His name is Denny Kellington, mm-hmm. the assistant trainer. And, and he is, you know, that, that's the, like, Kevin Style, University of Oregon head trainer. Right, Tom, Julie, Dean, like all all those all those people that you know, and I, I mentioned those names that you know wouldn't necessarily mean the hill of beans to anybody else, but those are all the people that took care of us when we were down in Eugene. Right, those are the people that were ready to do what the Bills' athletic trainer did. Um, I, I mean, it, it's. Yeah, man, we're starting out on a on a on a real real buzzer of a topic this year. I mean, I I I don't even know where to go to be honest because, like I said, that 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 line has even in a situation where I where I was literally taken away in a hospital, hooked up to an EKG, and sent straight to, you know, the the cath lab. I didn't. I wasn't pushing that line of death. Like that. That's different. Yeah. That that's something different. We had one in college where uh, a guy we were playing against got paralyzed, and I think I think later on he never played again. But I I think it was like a Ryan Shazier sort of thing. I think he right. got I think he got a lot of mobility back, but 
you know, not not 100%, but, you know, it's like 30 minutes, and, you know, as he was leaving the field, and, and we all, you know, cut off the pads, take off the face mask, the spine board and all that, and we all remember him saying, I can't feel my limbs. And, um, dude, it, it was a absolute gut punch and then everyone all the coaches started yelling at you to get your mind focused and warm up like football players we're conditioned it's like you you go and so you you saw it on the field that's different i mean we've seen some horrible stuff but no one was playing that game in in a sport that's in a sport that's designed to just push on that one was that one was different i will never forget and i'm sure you have a moment like this too the first time I went to my, the, or my, my freshman year at Oregon and the first time somebody had an injury and it just happened to be like a, a major knee injury mm-hmm. guy, you know, gets blocked. And I, I hear him screaming in pain, like, ah, you know, you, you know, that sound and trainers come running out. Everybody stops and looks. And then not 30 seconds later, you hear the whistle, move the drill. Yep. And, and the equipment guys respot the ball 20 yards up the field. And it literally, there's a guy screaming in pain, like my knee, my knee, I've just torn, you know, I've, I've, you know, and, and understanding, trying to understand what this guy is dealing with. You, the coaches just, just move the drill. Like you just go on as if, <laughs> well, man, you know, that guy's gone. Well, let's, let's just keep on going. Like, We've got, we've got a job to do. Like, I'll never forget that moment where that happened the first time. I was like, what, what the hell is happening? Like that dude's done. Like that dude just had a a, a major knee injury and, and we're on the play seven in our, in our, in our team run install period. Like this is, so this is how it is now, huh? Um, And, and again, this was, this is different. This, this is, this wasn't, is somebody walking out of there on crutches after the game? This is, is somebody walking. Ever, I mean, it, it, this isn't even is, is somebody walking again, like w- with paralysis. This is w- is this guy ever going to live? Um, and credit to everybody, all those trainers, the, the trainers and the doctors and the medical profession professionals that that got him to a place where he is right now, which is pretty miraculous did you ever have to play through something super heavy you know where you had to block it out or you just you know something was going on maybe being your personal life or in the locker room or something and you had to get ready to play and and play well and what was that like how did you do that um you know to be honest um i can't i can't think of one um, maybe Lions fans you know, <laughs> living, in, yeah. living in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I mean I, I've been pretty, you know, pretty blessed in terms of, um, you know, the things that have happened in my life. I, you know, I'm thinking of of family members who died. My grandpa died in the off season. He died while I was at the combine. Um, you know, I got the news. You know, right as right as I got off the field from. Um, you know, doing my, doing my combine tests. Um, you know, my grandma died a couple of years later, about the same time of year. But, um, you know, I, I have been lucky not to have any, any real tragedy happen in my life and then have to go out and, and, and perform, 
um, in spite of it. All right, well, enough of the heavy stuff. Uh, we'll wrap up uh, yeah. Oregon season when we come back. God. Yeah. Well, Holy you know, it was cow. a big story. Is this what story. the year is going to be like? I mean, well, no, I mean, God. it was a big deal. You know, that was. was the big news this week. Um, but bigger news, TCU Georgia on Monday, and Joey has a lock. That's what I heard. Hell yeah, I do. Yeah. We'll talk about didn't it. I pick, didn't I pick Michigan, though, last week? Oh, I was all over Michigan. <laughs> I think everyone did. <laughs> yeah. TCU yeah, proved okay. us all wrong. History hasn't been kind to the TCUs of the world in no, the playoffs. No, um, So we'll get to all this uh, coming up next with Joey Harrington here on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're back with uh, Joey Harrington. Uh, Ducks had a nice little uh, holiday bowl win to wrap up the season. Makes you feel a little bit better about uh, the last month and a half or so, which was you know, dicey considering the Civil War and the Washington game. So things, you know, ended on a good note, at least, Joey. Yeah, no, I, I, I think, honestly, aside from going to the college football playoff or, you know, or, you know, winning the conference, like those, those things, once those things got taken off the table, this was the best thing that could have happened for the program going forward. And, and, and here's why even the way in which they performed, because I watched that game and was keenly reminded of um, a certain quarterback from 20 years ago who, you know, might score a touchdown in the first quarter or second quarter, and then would just go and cruise control for about two and a half quarters until the fourth, you know, until the end of the game came around. And then, you know, we'd have a fourth quarter drive and win. Um, and what that did for me in those situations is it helped instill a belief in my teammates that when things got tough, I would get the job done, right? And so what Oregon had at the end of the season was a new head coach that gave up a <laughs> kind of, I don't know, 30 35 to 10, well, 31 to 10, 21 30, point lead. It was a 21 point lead, right? A new head coach that gave up. I blocked it out of my mind. <laughs> um, 
you know. And so there's questions about that. There's a quarterback who, um, you know, got hurt at the end of the year that, you know, there were questions about whether or not he was going to come back or go to the NFL, right? And so if you look at that, how the week transpired with Bo saying I'm back, and then the way in which Bo literally said in the fourth quarter, get on my back, I'm going to take us down the field, and we are going to win. That type of performance not only solidified his position in the locker room for the guys that, that are there now, but think about all these highly touted new recruits that are going to be walking into a locker room and saying, who do I look to? Who do I look to as the leader? Who's going to show me what to do when things are tough? Not only just tough in the fourth quarter, but I tell you what, there's some dog. Suk, you remember these dog days in February where it's like, I don't want, I mean, I got six months until this (laughs) next game. And you're telling me I got a 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2 set of power cleans that I got to hit before I go out and do the sleds before I was like, hell no, I don't want to do that. And you look over and you see Bo Nix doing that. Who do I follow, right? That type of performance sets the tone, not just for, you know, for the team on the field, but it sets the tone for leadership and off-season programs. And that is the best thing that could have possibly happened for that team. He established himself as the, he's the guy, right? You you, You want to get something done, jump on the boat train, all right? And all you new guys coming in who think you're hot stuff, Here's how you do it. And so that, that could not have been a better situation for Bo or for, or for Coach Lanning coming into his first offseason. That's a good point. I mean, I, I roll my eyes sometimes at a lot of the you know hyperbole that gets thrown out there about you know the intangibles and whatnot. But when you get a couple uh, or even just one, one true alpha dog, especially in the offseason when coaches aren't around that much, you got the strength conditioning mm-hmm. coach. I think it's especially in college with you know, like a lot of guys are immature – I think that is criminally underrated to have at least one, preferably you got three or four uh, grown-ass men in a locker room full of a lot of immature kids. It it can make a difference in an offseason, and, and people don't see it, but the work you put in from February to August, it's like this, uh, you know, they'll, again, hyperbole, you know, cliche, putting hay in the barn, that sort of thing. But, I mean, that work, I, I just don't think people understand just how, big that lead up in those months because no one sees it but you see it you know come september 1st you you build you build habits of what you do right it's easy to skip a set uh you know of of hang snatches because you're tired uh a tuesday you know tuesday morning at 6 30 in the middle of february right but if you establish that as your pattern, as your routine, as you say, you know, it's okay just to skip this because it's just a little thing. Well, then what does that little thing turn into? And then all of a sudden that little thing isn't, uh, isn't so little when you got, and you got a guy breathing down your neck in the middle of September and you got to make one drive, right? There's, there's, there's a way you live your, <laughs> there's a way you live your life, right? And, and to have a guy like Bo who, who is, not that he wasn't already, but, but his, his commitment, his performance has established himself as the leader to hold people accountable. That's, that's hugely important. All right, tough question time. Probing question. As if the first, first uh, segment wasn't tough enough, what is this? <clears throat> well, I Different thought it was kind of tough? I'm sorry, what? 
I said, I said, like the the first segment was oh. unbelievably tough. Like, that, but well, that was like emotionally tough. This is like a like a like a difficult question. Like, I think it's going to be hard. It's going to make you think. Seventy three. It's going to okay. make you think. Okay, so you so you're talking about Nick's, and I think you had this too. I mean, if because you, you'll be very humble about it, but you were a leader of men. Of what you know of the program, the Oregon program, either before you or after you, give us the top. Oregon Ducks team leaders with with the traits that you just discussed regarding Bo Nix. Wow. Told you. I don't I love this question. This is a tough one to answer on the spot. Bank this one for next week. Are you gonna do homework on this? Gotta ruminate. Well, gosh, I mean, because, I mean, what you're doing is you're putting this entire, like, yeah, is this that's right. A, that's, I told you it was I mean, tough. It is tough, and I love it. But, I mean, God. Mario. You know, the recent, recency bias versus, you know, position bias versus, you know, and not being in the, you know, like, is, do you, you know, uh, God. Right. On field, are, are we going like, like a Patrick Chung? Where does he fall in this? Ooh. Where I got, I gotta go. I, I gotta go. Ooh, I gotta do some research on this. Okay, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, I have to. I mean, because I don't feel like I can leave people out. There's too many. You know, God, the Matthews for the um, um, on those 2010 mail. Like, God, okay. Yeah, um, I got your mind working though. So yeah, put together the a list. Buckner fall? Like, there's there are too many guys that I, I feel like I would forget if I just tried to list something off the cuff. Okay, I'm gonna do some homework on this. Great. I, love I know that. it's weird, I but the, the, and I'm not as close, obviously, to the program as you. But you know, you talk to guys that are close to the program and know a handful of players. And the first one that came to my mind, and and he was a good player, but I wouldn't say he was like he, he wasn't a, a star. But Casey Matthews was the one you brought up. Exactly. I, I heard from so many guys that Case, Casey mm-hmm. Matthews was the absolute lifeblood of that defense, and it was a damn good defense. It was underrated. Well, they, they played in the title. They game, played right? in the title game, and the yeah. defense held yeah. up their end of the bargain. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Mitchell, Ooh. linebacker. Uh, he was a sophomore, I believe, the uh, on our Fiesta Bowl team. I mean, a guy like that who. Uh, I mean, that is, that's Casey Matthews, like the lifeblood of a defense. But, you know, it's been 15, 20 years. So, okay, I, 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 I'm going to make some lists, okay? I'm going to make some lists. I'm going to do some homework. I got to, you know, go by position groups. Like, I mean, there's, there's so many different ways to go about this. Okay. We will revisit. I like this. Texas, now I like how this, how this year is starting. New year, okay. new Joey, new, new ROP. With yeah. questions that Bringing actually it. have some depth to them. <laughs> Bringing Damn. it. All right, I love it. That's right. And it's not always the best player. That's kind of one of those yeah. things. It's, you exactly. know, sometimes it can be. The quarterback obviously is a natural leader, but you know, sometimes it is not the best player. It's just the right guy uh, at the right time, and it just guys gravitate to him. All right. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Uh, are you are you excited about TCU Georgia, or are you kind of like, all right, I'll watch? Oh, but... I'm thrilled about TCU Georgia yeah? because TCU is going to win, what? and we're going to see the the biggest upset <laughs> in the history of the college what? national championship game. You think they're going to win? Uh, well, think or hope. Think. Hope is a hell of a thing. You can hope. You well, want. well, yeah, but I I believe in manifest destiny, right? 
So if uh, if I can manifest this, right? How many times were we we had stood no chance? We're sitting there with the ball in the you know in the fourth quarter. We have to go 78 yards and in 31 seconds with no timeouts. It's not going to happen, right? I am. I, for God's sake, I was Joey Blue Skies in Detroit because I was so I I, I tried so hard to think mm-hmm. that the right thing was going to happen, right? That they actually criticized me for TCU. Everybody outside of the state of Georgia, and even some people in the state of Georgia, those who are Georgia Tech fans, want Georgia to lose. This is going to happen. TCU is going to shock the college football world and throw this system on their head right before we switch to a playoff. Um, Max Duggan is going to redeem himself after his average performance in the semifinal and become the Heisman Trophy finalist that he was. How am I doing? Am I, am I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm grasping at straws here. Well, I don't know how you're doing. I don't really believe you. I mean, I, you're trying, but to me, it's like mm. I'll drop this one then. The, the two big this would this is the biggest underdog in a, in a national championship since the you know college football playoff and BCS era, um, right? But the two next, the two other biggest underdogs. Hold have, on, hold on. Let me th- hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yep. Ohio State uh, and, and Miami. Yes. O3. Yeah. Three. Yep. That's one. Okay. And the other one's harder. Give me a, hold hold on. Is can I guess? Or yeah, Miami, Nebraska. Yeah, you can no. Back when? No, Miami, Nebraska. Well, the eighties. The Miami oh, beat the, them. Oh no, BCS. No, you're talking about, you said BCS. Oh, BCS, BCS to college BCS football playoffs. Playoff. Uh, Alabama over. Um, oh. Wow. Did you say this on the show the other day? I might have. Yeah. Okay. I think I know you, you think about it. It's a team that that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, you know, they weren't anything, and then this guy kind of resurrected the program. It's a blue blood, what but I mean, Alabama over Clemson the first year with with uh, nope. Um, it was uh, Deshaun Watson and Rocky or uh, Oklahoma. Boomerson. Yeah. Hey. They're yeah. Right. Yep. Oklahoma. Yeah. Florida yeah. State. Jason White. Florida State. Uh, it was either Hypel or Hypo White. Or I White. forget which one, but yeah, that oh, Oklahoma. I was thinking. I was thinking college football playoff for that. Oh nope. yeah, it was Oklahoma. Yeah. Those and they were both. I think this is like what twelve and a half to thirteen and a half, depending. And the other ones were in the eleven to twelve range. So, if, if that makes you, I mean, two times we've had double digit dogs like this, and and they both shocked the world. The question is, you know, you you, you are dealing with blue. I mean, Oklahoma. I mean, that's a pretty talented team. And then Ohio State, <laughs> that wasn't about Ohio State. That was just about how good Miami was. TCU is, this would be the biggest upset in in, in college football that we, we've had in 50 years. But it can happen. Yeah. We've yeah. had this discussion. We've had this discussion about that Miami team. The 03 championship game team to the 02 season was arguably a better team than the one that won the cha- national championship my senior year, which was 01 season in the 02 championship game. And they lost to Craig Krenzel. Craig <laughs> Krenzel <laughs> in Ohio State. Yeah, they had a guy named Maurice Claret. But Craig Krenzel was the quarterback for Ohio State that led the Buckeyes over that Ken Dorsey, um, Willis McGahee, uh, Andre Johnson, um, Ed Reed, 
Philip Buchanan uh, and Trell Roll literally go name by name Vince Wilfork every single player on that team, and they got beat by Craig Krenzel. It can happen. It's going to happen. Do you think Oklahoma um, won scoring thirteen points? They beat Florida State thirteen to two. They had the best defense in the country that year. Thirteen to two was the was the score of that game. I know we got we got to run, but I just want your opinion on this because. Okay, so it, it looks a little more lopsided than it is because Georgia won it last year, and TCU is so off-brand. Like you're saying, Oklahoma is at least not—I mean, that's a blue blood, so yeah. is Ohio State. But um, do you think that the talent level in this game is a—do you think a good comp is maybe that first uh, college football playoff final when Ohio State played Oregon? In Ohio State, you know, it was a close game until the fourth quarter, and Ezekiel Elliott and Ohio State warmed down. But do you think the talent level, TCU being the the Oregon and Georgia being the Ohio State, do you think that's that's a, a, a good comp for this game, or not? I I don't, and here's why: because I think that Marcus was off at the beginning of that game, and I think the way that Oregon started that football game put them put them behind the eight ball, and mm-hmm. I don't think that necessarily had as much to do with Ohio State as it did with with Oregon. And sometimes, it, from what we saw, I mean, because look, they they played Florida State, the defending national champion, yeah. the week before, and beat them by 173. Right? That was that was a, a, a case of of Marcus just being a little bit off for a quarter and a half, and now all of a sudden you're down two touchdowns, and your game plan changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they they wore they wore them down, but I wouldn't say that they were that. I think the talent gap, and if you're talking about recruiting rankings. And you know, five star guys. You know how much I love that that recruiting stuff. Um, but if you're talking about that type of talent gap, this this is probably as big as you've seen. Okay. All right. Well, it looks like you got some homework to do, big fella. I'm going. I'm going right now. The you know the, everybody's gonna be tuning in next week. This is this is big. We're gonna need this list. Leadership. Okay. Best <laughs> leaders. Okay. All right. I'm going. All right. Let me go. Let, let, let right. me get off the air right. so, I can, so I can stop. Stop keeping God. me here, okay? I got stuff to do. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. See you guys. All right, Joe Harrington. Each week, brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. All right, Souk. Up next, very important. Uh, we will kick off the club with science news. We are on the brink of a breakthrough cure for ED. Oh, thank God. It is here. I've been waiting. The bionic penis. <laughs> it's about time. We'll be right back on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.